0: Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching
1: you. Tired of companies like Google and Facebook watching everything you do online? There's actually a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more. All for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified.
0: everyone this is rosie tran and welcome to stupid sexy privacy a Weiwo.tv special report sponsored by our friends at duckduckgo you may have heard my voice at the end of every episode on Weiwo.tv. i'm the one asking you to leave a review which by the way i hope you've done right you've left us a review okay great unless you're lying <clears throat> well i'm a lot more than a voice I'm also Weiwo.tv's Intrepid Reporter, and over the course of this mini-series, I'm going to share with you short, actionable tips you can use to protect your privacy. These tips were sourced by our fearless leader, he really hates when we call him that, BJ Mendelssohn. BJ, for those of you who may not know, is the author of the book Privacy and How We Get It Back, a book that was published in the before times. This means before COVID. BJ is currently writing a sequel called How to Protect Yourself from Fascists and Weirdos. So everything we're going to hear in this mini-series is the most up-to-date information he's researched, bringing us into 2023 and beyond. Throughout the series, you're also going to hear from some special guests and experts in the information security field. You hear that sound? That means it's time for today's privacy tip. This week, Andrew and I put BJ in the penalty box. BJ exceeded the limit we set on jokes about his interest in Wonder Woman-themed pornography. So, BJ's co-author, Amanda King, is gonna join us for something a little different with today's show. According to Pew, three in 10 Americans have reported using online dating apps and websites, with most stating they've had good experiences using them. But for many women, these sites and apps can often lead to harassment, stalking, and unsolicited dick pics. So, so many dick pics. And like 99% of them are unsolicited, Anyway, for this episode, Amanda and I are going to discuss how to keep yourself safe when using dating apps and websites. If you're gearing up for Valentine's Day, you're not going to want to miss this one. Amanda's currently working with BJ on his book, How to Protect Yourself from Fascists and Weirdos, so she's more than qualified to speak with us today about these privacy and security tips. Let's get to the discussion and BJ will be back writing episodes for you to enjoy next week. Always speak in future tense when using these apps. Don't talk about stuff you've done that makes you identifiable. For example, say, I wanna go to Chenna Hot Springs someday in Alaska. Not, I had a baller vacation in February at Chenna Hot Springs. Chennahotsprings.com,
1: amazing. (laughs) and to avoid getting blackmailed, don't send anything your mom wouldn't want you to after a few dates with a person you can send them whatever you want using signal and the disappearing messages function that signal offers blackmail is a legit problem so just listen to blackmail expert frank ahern's interview on last week's episode don't be ashamed to talk about harassment and blackmail attempts you're not alone this shit happens all the time and make sure you report it and demand the police take it seriously
0: yeah. There was a whole website on it, Amanda. I don't know if you, there was a, a website with like revenge porn where guys were blackmailing.
1: Yeah. That was a
0: big thing. And the, I think it went to yeah, like federal and court and the guy got arrested.
1: Yeah. And it was on Reddit for a while as well with all the celebrities too. It's, it's no fun. Hey, it is not fun at all. There's so many privacy things that are important for
0: women to take into account. Absolutely. I would say take the time to read the terms of service so you can quickly report bad actors. Unfortunately, you often have to do the legwork of the content moderators and mention the specific section of the terms of service that's being violated. If you do this, they'll respond much, much
1: faster to any problems that you're having. Absolutely, and it's the other side of it as well is You can limit the personal information you give out on your profile. You want to use a nickname. You don't want to list your workplace and your school. You want to keep it light. And while we're at it, you don't want to connect Instagram or Spotify or any other social accounts to these apps. You want to keep everyone you're interacting with on the dating app boxed in in a walled garden so they can't bother you elsewhere.
0: Yeah, I never put my last name. I just put like R tea or like rosy tea or whatever but i'm married now so i don't have to do that but in the past i never (laughs) did that i I actually started out um back in the day with aol chat and i had like a pseudonym and i didn't have my real name my pseudonym was daisy
1: (laughs) yeah exactly i i go by i go by liz sometimes sometimes i take my middle name um so that's always that's always a good shout as well
0: although have you ever seen someone on a dating app that you know in real life that's awkward
1: (laughs) Luckily, no. Luckily, no. And plus the only time I was really on a dating app was when I first moved to Sydney. So I didn't really know anyone anyway. So that was a bit of a benefit too. Well, that's safe. Well, I can say
0: it's very awkward. I actually saw someone on a dating app that I know. And then I also saw someone on a dating app that I had dated on the dating app and he (sighs) popped up as like a recommended person. And I was like, I already dated this guy. (laughs) Oh dear.
1: It's
0: no fun. Yeah, a quick tip is to always have your VPN on when using a dating site. This is a good way to hide your location if you want or need to from potential matches. Also, when you connect with someone you like, make sure to video chat with them more than once. A common scam tactic is to connect through video chat, but the scammer will show you a loop to video and more often than not, they'll tell you they're not able to talk when you're video chatting. So make sure you can see and hear each other. And that's really, really scary because I know um, there's been scams like there's like the Tindler Swindler and like other people who are fake. And I actually had a coworker, Amanda, this poor sweet guy, ex-coworker. He was like in his 70s and he was um, tricked on a dating app by this woman and she kept having him send money to her like in the Philippines. And it was so sad because he was just like a sweet old man looking for love.
1: Oh, that is, that is... A bit sad as well I mean it's kind of the um, the other side of it is some people that's that's a great thing they want to have their money taken away from me, them and they pay for it fine if it's consensual right that's great but when it's not that that's no fun and yeah it's, um, so sad and those and deep fakes as well it makes it so much easier to catfish and it's just not not good which is why when you are on a dating app, you want to use all new photos, right? So nothing that you've posted elsewhere, nothing else that can go through tin eye or reverse image shirt because then that way it is both easy for someone to spoof you and real easy for someone else to start finding you across all of your other profiles. So you want to use those new photos, right? And make sure you remove all of the EXIF data on them before you upload. This is that all, just all that extra information that phones and cameras add to the photos um, like your location that makes it easier to find you and we'll actually include a link in today's show notes that will let you remove all of that exit data as well as a way to reverse image search photos which can be helpful in making sure the person you're chatting to is who they say they are and you aren't being catfished or they're not using deepfakes.
0: Yeah, I actually do a Google search of myself once a year and remove privacy data because there's so much public information about you that's posted online. I don't mind all of my comedy stuff and all of the stuff I want online online, but like privacy and personal stuff is really scary. So it's it's actually good to do like a Google search of yourself too and see what's out there because you would be surprised what gets picked up.
1: <laughs> it's really scary. Yeah. No, as as someone who's worked in digital marketing for a really long time, like I'm, I'm aware of this. I know kind of all of the stuff that's out there and I should be better about doing those kind of sweeps because I know, right. And it's sometimes it's just a matter of how much you care and right. And that, that's why part of the reason why we're doing this is to just remind people that there are so many options. It's not all or nothing and it's not black and white.
0: I'm a Facebook hipster. I then deleted my Facebook account and then re-upped it in 2005 and have not been able to get off the stupid thing since. So,
1: so why can't you get off? So, what (laughs) what are your? (laughs) (laughs) You guys. (laughs) The award-winning Smashing Security podcast, hosted by Graham Cluley and Carol Terrio each week, it takes an irreverent look at cybersecurity and online privacy. Helping you find out what's happening with your data. Find it in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all good podcast apps, or at smashingsecurity.com. It's not all filth.
0: Yeah. And sometimes the information's wrong, which I also report like there was, um, I Googled myself one time and there was like an arrest record and I was like, that's not me. And it was someone (laughs) who had a similar name and I actually, it got pulled up in like a background check and this person and, and the background check's like, is this you? I'm like, no, that is not me. I've never been arrested. I've never been guilty of anything. So I actually was able to put in a request and have that removed, um, because it was like a name confusion thing. But so there's also like false information and wrong information online, which is
1: scary. Absolutely, and if you're like me and you have citizenship footprints in multiple countries as well, it can get really confusing too, um, because I have the the u s Amanda right identity, <laughs> and then I have the the Australian Amanda identity, and it's it's a bit hectic sometimes to to keep track of, so yeah, being able to report things that aren't accurate is definitely a, a good way to look at it as well, yeah. Well,
0: hopefully you've been listening to the older episodes of the show as well because each episode builds on top of the next. But if not, as a quick reminder, make sure you're using 1Password and enabling two-factor authentication on all of the dating apps and websites you're using. And when setting up two-factor, make sure to use a YubiKey or an authenticator app like Authy. And speaking of tips from previous episodes, you should never give out your real cell phone number to anyone. Instead, create a new Gmail account, set up a Google voice account, or if you prefer, you can use apps like Burner. So that's a really smart thing to do in case I always have my fake number to give out um, if needed. And that's not just for dating. I use it all the time. Like Sometimes you make a reservation when you go to a place and they're like, we need your number for the reservation. I'm like I don't want to give um, like a noodle restaurant my, phone number
1: (laughs) yeah exactly exactly and it's it's one of those things as well where sometimes it's really useful for Uh, online checkouts or buying things online, right? When you don't want to give them your number or you just want to download the white paper and you don't want to have to put in your actual legitimate number and get a sales call 20 minutes later.
0: I know. And they're like, it's manager. I hate when it's manager. Like we need your email. We need your phone number. I'm like, why do you need this? Just give me the info.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. And another suggestion from a previous episode, we want to stress is to never click on weird shit. Like it's an obvious one, but it's worth repeating. If you have to think twice about it, don't click on it. And speaking of weird shit, you wanna look out for anyone on these apps that says they're deployed or who asks you for money gifts like that sweet old sweet old man. They're almost always signs of a con artist and you don't wanna let these people emotionally or actually blackmail you and block them immediately.
0: Yeah. And some of the scam artists are getting really good, Amanda. Like I'll get stuff in my email that looks like my password needed to be reset on PayPal or whatever. And then I go up and I always, a a trick that I do is I always look at the email that it's from. And if it's not from PayPal, if it's from some like weird looking email, because a lot of people just click or they're on their phone or they're not paying attention, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, I always look at the email and then sometimes you it's good to look at like the design of the email as well because the the logo will be slightly off or like they'll have a weird little addendum to their signature or something like there's always something right that has that kind of moment where you're like this is this is not real.
0: Yeah, or you can go directly to the website. So if you get a notification, quote unquote, notification from PayPal, and you're like, wait, this is weird, you can actually just go straight to paypal.com instead of clicking to the email link. And then they, there should be a notification in your PayPal inbox or whatever website you're going to. If it's like a Facebook notification that's saying, um, you know, oh, your account got locked out or something, instead of clicking on the link in the email, you can just go to facebook.com. And that's a more secure way as well, instead of because. That yeah. could be a phishing email. Um, Absolutely. Also another, yes, another great tool to protect yourself is Garbo over at garbo.io. Garbo runs a light background check on your potential date to see. This is a great way to see if they've been charged or arrested for any indications of violence, which is really scary because it's a doggy dog world out there.
1: Yeah, and this is, I'm very lucky that I've never known anyone who's had this experience. But if you're concerned about someone like stalking you or kidnapping you. If you're concerned about someone planting an Apple AirTag or another kind of Bluetooth tracker on you, it's a real thing that's happening. There's this app called Light Blue on iOS. And for Android users, the app is called AirGuard. And both of them will scan and identify any device that's connected and broadcasting, which, I mean, I've heard of people putting AirTags on their luggage, right, to see where mm-hmm. it's gone. But this is a really smart use. Um, because I have seen um, a bit more in the news around uh, sex trafficking and, and things like that. and And these are the kind of situations where they start. That's really scary. Yeah, I have never had that happen. But I have
0: been stalked. And thank God that technology did not exist when I was getting stalked because that's really scary um yeah i i was old-fashioned stalked but thankfully the person left me alone after a while um if you're going to meet up with someone though make sure to do it in a neutral territory like a coffee shop or bookstore Do you guys remember what bookstores are? Yeah, we do. They're really cool little shops and they have books in them. It's not just a Kindle or an iPad. Oh, and speaking of neutral territory, if you ever need to break up with someone who has the potential for hostility, do it in a public place. We like to suggest a Walmart where there's a lot of cameras. Seriously, if you've ever picked your nose when you thought nobody was looking at Walmart, we promise you a Walmart associate absolutely was looking at you. And this is so important. And even sometimes in a public place, you know, the person can get scary if they they get Um, angry or whatever, I had that situation with an ex, I was, I was, I was breaking up with someone and I was on, I wasn't in a public restaurant. I should have been, but I was in the street and he like still freaked out and was really scary. So I think that's a really good tip to be in a public place with a lot of people so that the person would be embarrassed if, if they did something crazy.
1: Yeah. Or if worse comes to worse, someone would be able to get in touch with the authorities for you. Uh, hopefully, there are still some good Samaritans out there. I know if I saw a situation like that, I would try to monitor it um, if I were a bystander because I feel like these days we're a lot more attuned to those kinds of situations, uh, particularly in public places, so I think that's that's always a good idea. and one of those things having having someone else know where you are as well is is really important so no matter where you go for your date even if it is a public place, you want to let your friends know where you're going. And just to be safe, have someone call you halfway through the date to check in and make sure everything is cool. And if it's not, your friend can give you an excuse to leave. I also personally, at Rosie, I don't know if you do this, but I also personally let people know when I get home. So even if I am going out to drinks, even with a, a girlfriend or another friend of mine, I'll let my friend that I was with know when I was when I got home
0: yeah i always do that but also what did we do before cell phones (laughs) because you would just think someone was like
1: missing for hours
0: like i can't even meet someone at a location without having my phone to be like where are you um so yes that is very important though to check in with friends and family and let them know where you are and that you're alive and safe because you know you never know what could happen it also doesn't hurt to make friends with the waiter or bartender as well we can't say every bartender knows how to help you but a lot of them do and if you're going to on a date with someone and you share mutual friends with, make sure to tell those mutual friends as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I know there are some bartenders as well who will have specific shots and, and will have a note in the women's bathroom to say, hey, if you're in danger, ask for an angel shot or ask for a whatever shot and we'll get you safely away. Uh, Ooh, so there's that I look out for of as that. well. That's cool. Yeah. And it would just be like posted in the women's bathroom or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I, I live in Australia, so Mad Max is like a Tuesday (laughs) for me. So I also recommend carrying pepper spray if it's legal for you to do so. You do have the ability to protect yourself. We don't want you breaking any laws though, but you should absolutely have something like that to protect yourself in a worst case scenario. Luckily, I've never had to to use a pepper spray or anything like that, but it's a good peace of mind, right?
0: Yeah, it is. A great app to have also ready to protect yourself is the Noonlight app, which collects all the information you enter about the date, like the who, when, how you're getting there, and silently summon first responders in the event of an emergency. We know this is a show about privacy and security, but there's going to be instances where the benefits outweigh the costs and we feel Noonlight is one of those examples.
1: And if you've made it into your new friend's apartment, which Great. Fantastic.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Hopefully hopefully he or she is very attractive.
1: (laughs) Hopefully. Yes. In whatever way that you want them to be. Right. Um, But if you've made it into their apartment, um, you do want to be aware of things like hidden cameras. And there's one that we particularly recommend called the Milwaukee Spot Infrared Imager Unit. It's the best device for spotting hidden cameras. But it's also like 300 dollars. so there are less expensive alternatives like one that we did mention on a previous episode until you can afford to get the best one and you can always do a quick sweep when you need to we know it sounds weird and it sounds super like awkward but there are plenty of people out there with hidden cameras because of how small and inexpensive they've become i know a lot of airbnbs are you have to sweep them for hidden cameras. It's definitely something that a lot of Airbnbs have as well.
0: So I actually don't think that is paranoid because I do know of someone who was doing that and recording women without their consent. So Mm. yes, so I don't think that's (sighs) being that paranoid. Yeah, it was not cool at all. Um, And finally, for not finally, but yeah. It's not cool. Um, For the next tip, always delete your profile when done and app when you're done. But before you do, make sure to unmatch with people first. This way, they can't see your location, even if you're no longer active on the app. And I think that's great, especially if you're not actively dating anymore. If you found a boyfriend or girlfriend or significant other, there's no reason to be on there. Just delete, delete, delete.
1: Absolutely. And you can Go a step further in certain places. Like our last tip, it's not going to work for everyone, but it does cover our friends in California, Virginia, the UK, and all of the states kind of within the UK. So, Wales, Scotland, Ireland. And in these states and nations, you can request an app or a website remove all of the information it has about you totally hardcore. So, let's say you're done dating for a while or you've met your soulmate. Since there isn't such thing as one, it's likely that you more likely have a million possible soulmates all over the planet. But regardless, when you don't need the dating app anymore, make sure to file a request to have that app remove all the data it has on you. They're obligated to do this by law, they have to. So you won't get any hassle for requesting it. And we'll include links in today's show notes for where to go, depending on your location.
0: Yeah, those are, I think, a lot of really good tips. It's important to stay safe out there. There's a lot of awesome people. I've met a lot of really great guys and gals through dating and social media apps, but there's also a couple weirdos and freaks, so be careful.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And there there are always going to be people who present themselves as something that they aren't. And if that makes you feel uncomfortable, then you should have the ability to to just completely avoid that, right?
0: Yeah, nobody deserves or is entitled to your time or space, except for maybe your mother. (laughs) Tired of being tracked online? DuckDuckGo can help. Tracking is a comprehensive program. Trackers lurk nearly everywhere online, from websites, emails, and even apps in your phone. That means you need a multi-pronged solution. DuckDuckGo's all-in-one privacy app can be used as an everyday browser with private search, tracking, blocking, encryption, and now email protection built in. It's the free, easy button for online privacy. Download the app today. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Thank you for listening to Stupid Sexy Privacy, a Weiwo.tv special report. I'm your host, Rosie Tran. Today's episode was written by B.J. Mendelsohn, produced by Andrew Van Voorhis, and sponsored by DuckDuckGo. Due to the overwhelming demand for privacy audits, we want to make a quick announcement before we go. Doing one-on-one privacy audits is super time-consuming. This means B.J. has less time to write these episodes and the new book, How to Protect Yourself from Fascists and Weirdos. So, along with his co-author, Amanda King, B.J. is currently putting together an online course called Stupid Sexy Privacy which you'll be able to purchase here at stupidsexyprivacy.com. The course will walk you through every privacy tactic discussed in today's episode in greater detail. If you'd like to know when the course becomes available, you can email BJ at bjmedelson at duck.com. The email address again is Mendelson at duck.com. And we'll see you next time, right?